0: billion dollars we want to check out that ring what's up tmz how'd you
1: find me bro I got my disguise on what's up man tmz sports welcome to tmz sports i'm mike babcock mojo will be back with us in just a few minutes or will be with us in a few minutes but we are joined by uh one of the absolute baddest men in the world one of the best ufc fighters in the world and a friend of the show uh, our guy justin gaethje justin how are you brother man it's been a minute
2: i'm good man i'm good um Life's really fast leading up to these fights, and then as soon as they're over, it's really slow. You know, I really enjoy both both times. Um, I'm a little bit bored right now, but you know, just resting up the body.
1: Did you feel disrespected? I, it was it was weird to me leading up to the fight to see that uh, you know betters, oddsmakers had you at the un- as the underdog, and I was a little confused by that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was I was confused, but I definitely don't take that into. Uh, you know, account because it's not a factor when I step in there; it doesn't matter. But you know, with the with the performance that I gave in Olivera fight, you know, I understood it. Um, and again, you know, it's so this this sport is the craziest sport in the world. Um, you know, anybody can win on any given night, especially at the top of the top of the food chain like we're like we're fighting at. Right. Um, you know, I, I kind of understood it. You know, he's really flashy, really fast. Um, they knew I would fight a stand-up fight, and they just didn't believe that I could win that kind of fight against him. Um, my natural abilities, my athletic abilities, you know, second to none when it comes to to being in that that chaos.
1: So now you sit at uh, at number three. There's talk about, uh, about possibly, and I know people have expressed interest in seeing you and Dustin fight again. Obviously, that was an incredibly fun fight for the fans to watch. What do you want, uh, Justin? What do you want to do from here? Who do you want to fight?
2: Yeah, I think I think that's the you know obvious choice, Dustin. He's sitting at number two right now. You know, I gave I gave the, the new guys a chance, and you know, I proved that I you know am elite, and I need to fight elite fighters to fight for a belt. Um, I think Dustin's the obvious choice. I think the the loser of Darius and Oliveira is also an option, but outside of those two, I do not see I do not see an option.
1: What do you think of a, a, a fight with uh, with uh, Islam would look like?
2: Yeah, I think it's a hard fight. You know, hard fight for anybody. Obviously, he's the champion for a reason. Um, you know, just create damage. I would have to fight a perfect fight, um, similar to the fight that I just fought, similar to the fight that I fought against Tony Ferguson, where you know I control space, and any time they enter my space, I create damage, and that allows you know allows me the space that I need to uh, to perform. Um, obviously, a lot of grappling. I'm not going to become better at submission grappling than him right now. Right. But the uh, the cardiovascular capacity that I would have to you know gain to fight that fight comfortably would be you know the 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 primary focus. Absolutely, um, I think I can knock him out. I think I can knock anybody out, obviously, with the power that I possess.
1: How do you and, compare uh, he and Khabib? Obviously,
2: yeah, I think I think they're very similar. I think the biggest difference is Islam has been finished. You know, he's lost a fight. He's been finished, um, and so that aura of, in, aura of invincibility is, is there, but it's not It's not based on 100% facts like Khabib has. I think that's the biggest factor, biggest difference. Um, you know, I think Khabib knows that, you know, I, I create damage. You know, I created damage in that fight. And, you know, and Islam also saw that fight. So, you know, I think he's going to – it would be a, a game where he's going to try to – it's going to be a very similar fight to the Khabib fight you know but i need to not be on my back back foot as much and i need to create more angles and create more damage
1: you had uh you had connor mcgregor i guess kind of you know pull you into the news recently here i guess it goes on the social media and calls you handicap uh, people obviously offended takes down the tweet still connor mcgregor's got a lot of followers and obviously people uh, screenshot it any reaction to that
2: no no, I don't have a reaction to that. Oh, uh, I'm cool. You know, one of my best um, my best approaches in life is to make everybody think you're stupid and then go into a conversation or, or a, a situation where you can take advantage of right. them, you know, feeling like that. So I think, you know, it's, it plays perfectly into my hand. I love when people think I'm handicapped or dumb, you know, and I could, uh, you know, that's not a guy that I, that I I do not believe I'll ever fight him. Um.
1: Have you given up on it? I know it's something that you wanted a while back for a long time.
2: I just wanted to shut his mouth. You know yeah. that was the only reason I wanted to fight him. You know
1: he pretty good money too, right?
2: Yeah, I mean that's a factor, hundred yeah. um, percent. But I think that you know after I beat Cowboy, he fights Cowboy. I beat Chandler, he fights Chandler. Yeah. Um, you know I think obviously fans understand that, and you know they understand that. He won't fight me, you know. Plain and simple, he chooses. He gets to choose who he fights, and he very specifically chooses not me.
1: You clearly, you know, could, could still continue. You're one of the best fighters in the world, but has retirement entered your mind? And and do you have a a, a roundabout date uh, when you said, "Hey, I'm not going to do this anymore"?
2: No, no. There's nothing, nothing in stone. I haven't. I have never thought about retirement. I haven't thought about my life, you know, after retirement. Yeah. I'm still working, you know, for the, for the goal that I've, that I've set for myself. So, um, I have people around me that I trust, you know, my coach, my parents, my brother, my sister, um, my coaches in general that I, that I trust would not let me go longer than I needed to. Um, you know, 34, I think we are at our peak, you know, mentally, physically between 34 and 36. So I can't see myself being done in the next two years, but I would say Two to two to four years is definitely, you know, a timeline that that makes sense. Uh, I'm not trying to fight when I'm 40, and after 36, I don't see myself getting better. So we'll see.
1: Well, I, I'm happy to hear you say that. Obviously, as a guy who loves watching you fight, uh, when would you ideally like to, uh, if this uh, Dustin Poirier fight can be put together, when ideally would you like to get back in there, Justin?
2: Yeah, I think the uh, the winner of Daruushan Oliveira is going to fight in October in Abu Dhabi versus um, Islam so I would say anytime before that and if absolutely necessary then on that card Um, but yeah I would say August, September October
1: with the title with the the winner getting a title shot
2: yeah yeah versus Poirier with the winner getting a title shot absolutely
1: there it is hey you can't can't beat that that's about as good as it gets Justin thank you as always for your time brother I I appreciate you and um, I'm sure we'll talk soon
2: All right, thanks man
1: Bronny James played in the McDonald's All-American game last night, and I'll tell you what, game by game, this kid is shutting up his critics because 20 years after his dad played in the same game as the number one recruit in the country, Bronny James showed up, Mojo, and he was good, man. He uh, scored 15 points in the McDonald's game, Uh, we've talked about this before, the absolute best high school players in the country playing this game you can bet that uh, that half of these guys will go on to become NBA players if not NBA stars and uh, Bronny James despite a lot of criticism despite people saying that he does not deserve to be out there and is only in the game because of who his dad is he goes mojo drops 15 on five of eight shooting Only threes, so Bronny James perfectly suited for today's NBA. Why waste your time on layups? Uh, Shoots all threes, Mojo. And a day after he is the runner-up in the slam dunk contest, 15 points. Not too shabby.
0: My guy's making a statement for himself. He's adding the resume. Runner-up in the dunk contest goes out there. Like you said, all threes, five three-pointers in the McDonald's game. Look, man, this is very impressive. Yeah, he didn't win either of these things, but it doesn't matter. Um, Winning the game is kind of secondary. It's really an individual performance and audition, right? Absolutely. (laughs) No no benefit of being on the winning or losing team as long as you go out there and and do your thing. Probably the only game you can really say that about, I suppose, but uh, made quite the statement. Awesome dad got to be there. Yes. especially taking time out of his busy schedule. Um, but I got to say, if you're going to take a day off of practice, attending a game like this, absolutely worth it. Uh, huge for recruiting. You want every scout in there, every coach at the next level to be focusing on your kid. It's easy to forget with all of that talent on the court, which kid is LeBron's kid uh, when you're looking at so many, but when the goat himself is sitting there, courtside. side, You know, making a lot of noise, pointing and screaming and stomping and all these things. It's easy to keep that one player in these scouts' minds at all times. Successful day for the James family. Can't wait to see where this young man ends up.
1: Yeah, very cool. As as fun as it was to actually watch the game, to see LeBron's reaction in the stands and to realize this guy may be the greatest basketball player ever. But to see him get so excited about his boy going out there and showing out on the national stage, I thought that was really cool, Mojo. Look, this guy wasn't LeBron James, but Dewan Wagner uh, was an absolutely incredible high school basketball player from Camden, New Jersey, who once scored over 100 points in a game, went on to star in college for a year, and then uh, had a good, had a solid NBA career. It was actually teammates uh, on the Cavs with LeBron James for I believe it was two seasons, if Lucas is right. Um, and uh, his son, Mojo, DJ Wagner, was the co-MVP of the game, along with a kid named Isaiah Collier. So um, I guess as as far as the bragging rights go for uh, for LeBron and his uh, former teammate. I, I guess it belongs uh, to the Wagner family, but what a great performance by Bronny James. 15 points. McDonald's All-American game. Kid showing he belongs. Alright, Mojo, we're going to stick with the McDonald's All-American theme. Just a uh, little bit older of a basketball player. A guy who played in the 1997 McDonald's game. Uh, Lamar Odom. Uh, Lamar Odom, obviously, who has uh, been through a lot, but Uh, The guy had uh, a heck of uh, an NBA career, and now he's um, sort of passing things along. Uh, There's a a kid, a social media star. He's become a social media star named uh, Niquan Kennedy. He is from Cameroon. And uh, he loves basketball, and he's a really talented athlete. Um, he has gained a lot of, of prominence online uh, posting these really inspirational videos, Mojo. And uh, he shows uh, himself in these videos, and he let's be honest, he does not have the greatest equipment but the guy has made it work and that has been really inspiring to, to uh, people uh, not just in Africa but across the world well Lamar Odom got word about Niquan and wanted to do something nice and, and did he ever mojo so gets in touch with Kennedy through social media ends up sending him a whole bunch of goodies um, he got uh, some uh, Allen Iverson Reebok some Giannis Nikes um, two basketballs uh, some socks, Nike socks and a handwritten note and Lamar sent all that stuff over to him and now this young guy um, now he's got the best equipment and uh, now he can continue to to inspire the hundreds of thousands of people that follow him online um, with the coolest gear this is fantastic first off hats off to this
0: young man for doing anything he can to be seen regardless of his his condition his equipment his location Anything like that, he's going out there and making no excuses, and he's just balling, and he's working hard. And these workouts are challenging. They are legit, and I absolutely love to see it. Now hats off to Lamar for doing a, a very good thing here. Um, if this kid is working that hard and performing that well with equipment that poor, imagine what he's going to do with some with some good stuff, man. <laughs> It's going to escalate his game to the next level, prevent injuries, all these good things. But I got to say, better than anything, the handwritten note, he's going to look at that a hundred thousand times in his lifetime that's going to be what makes the biggest difference Um, know that when you think nobody's watching you know that I see you or you know however exactly it was written that message goes a long way and it's easy to remember Uh, when times do get tough and you want to phone it in and you assume no one's watching you awesome thing by
1: both of these men coming up next in TMZ Sports NFL teams could have to play two not one but two thursday night football games this upcoming season the question is is that good or bad for the players mojo and i will discuss next on tmc sports welcome back to tmc sports mike and mojo mojo the NFL owners meeting is going down this week in Arizona and there are two new controversial one of them being very controversial rules that the owners passed that not exactly going over well with a lot of players again at least one of these rules. So Mojo, it's been a long time. It's been too long in my opinion since we've done a, a little game of Mojo or Mono uh, it's as a back it's been it's it's back. It's been too long. It's back uh, as a uh, guy who uh, played in the league. Uh, very curious uh, to get your take on some of uh, these two rules. So let's uh, start with that one very controversial rule. So until now, Mojo, uh, Uh, NFL teams have been limited to playing one Thursday night football game. I mean, think about it. You play Sunday, then you play Thursday. That is a very short turnaround to have to play another game. So again, before this year, you could only play one game. Two was not allowed. Well, now the NFL mojo uh, has said teams could have to play in two games Patrick Mahomes takes to social media, used an emoji, the face palming emoji, because he knows uh, the Chiefs will probably be a team that has to play in more than one of these games. So the question is, Mojo Mono, is it a good idea to let teams play in two Thursday night football games? Babcock, I'm going to give this a Mojo. Wow. What? I'm going to give it a
0: Mojo with an asterisk next to it, because okay. I think this is only... A mojo if every team in the NFL plays in the exact same number of Thursday night mm. football games. If Which is everyone not the rule. Doesn't- That's not the rule. That is unfortunately then a mono for me. (laughs) Look, I actually like the idea of more Thursday night games. Everybody wants football on all the time. That's why we have Sundays, we had Mondays, Thursdays came in. Later in the season when we get uh, towards playoff times and there's just way more football on all the time at more unique times, I think that's an exciting time of year. So if we could get more Thursday night games, I'm okay with it. But yes, the problem is the lack of preparation. And if you're the Kansas City Chiefs and you're playing in two Thursday night games with a shorter amount of time to prepare and game plan and all the other teams are playing in one or even none, then no, that's not fair at all. I don't like that rule one bit. So again, to recap, as long as everyone plays in the same, I'm all for it. The NFL is a business. They're making money.
1: The fans want football. Give it to them. Uh, but unless everyone's on the same page, I don't like it. Y- yeah, look, let's be honest. Um, you have Amazon spending about a billion dollars a year, give or take, to broadcast Thursday night football games. And the reason that this is done is because uh, the Thursday night games, frankly, have sucked. And uh, they are yeah. trying. I mean, they, they've they've been pretty crappy matchups. Amazon's paying a lot of money, and they obviously are trying to give not just uh, their TV partner, the broadcast partner, but they're also trying uh, to put a good product out there. And that means having guys like Patrick Mahomes playing these games. So uh, they're not happy with it, Mojo, but it's going to be the rule right now. There was another rule on the table where they could actually flex games, so meaning they could take a game that was originally scheduled for Sunday afternoon and move it to Thursday. That would be a huge wrench, and I think the players will hate that. We'll see if that's ultimately passed. Before we go, there was a college baseball game uh, went down last night pitting uh, two rivals, University of Texas versus Texas A and m in college station. Uh, UT ended up beating the Aggies five to two. who cares about any of that? because during the game, mojo. Um, let's just say, day game, but full moon. There was a fan of <laughs> Mojo. Now watch this. Uh, he has a sign that uh, that said, oh. uh, yeah, that the longhorn sucked. And he pulled his pants down, and he mooned the entire crowd as he ran around in what looked like some sort of Star Wars mask. Now, finally, uh, security was able uh, to, to wrangle him. He was arrested for trespassing and disorderly conduct, and he cannot go back to any baseball games for the next two years. So a two-year ban. He's got some legal troubles now, but flashed his ass to the crowd. If you listen to the crowd, they absolutely
0: loved it. You could hear the crowd just go nuts when he does it. I think my favorite part about this is when he tried to jump the fence and failed. And then how long it took the second time. Maybe he was gassed from running. (laughs) I do appreciate the fact that he finally put his booty away. Um, More of a flash (laughs) and not a constant thing. And that he kept his front covered. That, I think, saves a lot of things here. I was concerned. Including some
1: legal charges, probably.
0: More charges. Oh, that's exactly what I was about to say. I was concerned this guy... uh, Might be a registered sex offender after this one, but it sounds like he's getting off kind of like Maybe it's because the crowd enjoyed it so much uh, they didn't want to completely scare off this kind of activity for the future.
1: Yeah. Uh, Funny video. Keep your clothes on. Stay off the field and keep your clothes on if you go uh, to any sporting event, not just college baseball games. It's a good rule. Mojo, we're out. Uh, Check us out tomorrow. We have got some new, some big Jake Paul news doesn't necessarily have to do with a fight, but something big going down in Jake's personal life. We'll get into that tomorrow. It'll be pretty great. I think it'll make
0: it... The best show since then!